Hi, Christine. Uh, good to have you on the platform and uh, good to have you on this podcast as well. We are very glad that you agreed to visit, give us a chance to be part of this particular initiative that we are running. Today's talk is all about agile leadership and how it is changing over the time. So without further ado, let's hear from you a little bit about yourself, your background and um, how the journey has been for you thus far. Sure. So um, I'm currently an ED in the DBS Transformation Group and have been working um, within DBS for the last two and a half years. Uh, the prime focus at the moment is on the platform transformation, which is very much about an agile way of working. Uh, prior to joining DBS, I worked for financial institutions and also telco for a number of years back in Australia. And part of that scope was also working with global partners on a way of working as well. So across China, India, um, Philippines, um, just to name a few. And the primary role that I did in that was um, really embedding Agile as a strategic asset to the companies. Wow, perfect. So I believe uh, you have seen the evolution of Agile as well. And uh, I think you're the best person who can who can see from a bird's eye view that how it started and how you can see the industry maturing it in, in its current way and what are the key moments you can reckon that agile maturity has surprised you or, or made you feel that yes we are in the right direction? Um, yeah, I think if we look back at the evolution and since my journey began, um, when it first started, it was very project-centric and very much about an IT software um, development approach. And in the years, it's evolved to well beyond IT to, you know, the principles and values being applied in marketing, HR and external to IT. Um, I think the world has got more complex, so um, applying those principles and values has um, helped companies start to build resilience in their organisation. And the other key thing I'd notice is the fact that it's very much um, a part of a greater cultural change. Absolutely. You talked about cultural change. It is a big word because uh, changing the way we work on a, at a project level or at a smaller level is, is far more easier. But hitting a culture of an organization as well as um, the way we think is a, is a big mindset change or a big change to, uh, to work with. How do you think companies and industry is coping up with that kind of a mindset change? Uh, I think it's a struggle for a lot um, that want to just uh, take a practice application approach because they're not understanding the why behind the way of work. Um, they also try and um, fit old paradigms into some practices which um, will inhibit their ability to actually see the results um, and the benefits of this way of working. The other thing um, that I notice in particular is that um, there's a message sometimes that it's just for teams and their way of working and not for leadership. So um, actually flipping the approach of um, our role as leaders to cultivate an environment of trust and transparency and really embrace those um, types of um, items is a challenge because it puts people out of their comfort zone. That's true. Do you see any common traps that comes along? Because when you flip around the view that uh, from a leadership to the team, people sometimes get disoriented or are disillusioned as well. So what are the common traps you see that people fall into or organizations fall into? Yeah, the biggest trap I've seen is that um, they think um, embedding an agile way of working can be process and tools led, which is a complete conflict because that's the old way of working. Um, so it's very much about a collaborative mode and um, that's at every level. So um, we often fall limbic to thinking a process can fix a problem and um, with that approach we're not actually creating problem solvers so we don't know how to adapt in different um, um, you know, sort of um, 
scenarios of where we need to think differently. Um, I think it's also um, a myth that it can be easy because we are actually um, exposing people to think different and the trap is that we don't have to change. So um, as leaders, introspection is key for us um, to be able to embrace a new way and lead the way with our teams and people. You, you mentioned a very interesting point that uh, people think agile is tools and process oriented. A common argument that I have I have come across from a lot of industry practitioners from Agile side is the documentation required in Agile is minimal and that's why uh, we don't have to document a lot of things. <laughs> but in my working side, I, I see the contrary piece because you have to document a lot of things in different forms. Yeah. What, what are your take to that? Yeah, it's definitely a myth that um, no documentation is required. I think um, the, the biggest... Um, myth around that is that it's just not all upfront. Um, well, it's not really a myth, it's a reality. So um, the fact is that we do emergent design and we use empirical data in an agile way of working. We just um, have to be comfortable that we're learning by doing and that no amount of analysis upfront in the old way of working is going to give us all the answers. So, so a disciplined approach is absolutely necessary um, and it's actually tighter and it's actually um, dealing with facts as opposed to assumptions. So we're validating a lot of our assumptions in that way of working. Yeah. And we've got to be comfortable that it's not always going to be what we expect. So um, as leaders, um, we've got a, a task of how we respond to that, whether it's good, bad or ugly. And as a leader, if you don't respect the principles of transparency, um, we'll never bring trust or the actual change that's needed. True, that's a valid point. Uh, you mentioned that you have worked with uh, on different demographics and, and people with different um, backgrounds, uh, nationalities and diversity. Um, you mentioned about India, you mentioned about Philippines. How do you think, while working with these different Asian, Asian culture-based people, as well as working with Western um, culture as well, what are the key differences between uh, the Asian way of working and, and the Western way of working? Sure. Um, so I think um, hierarchy is quite big still in Asia. So um, the empowerment and the ability for teams to be self-organising hasn't quite got there yet because not everyone is willing to let go. Um, in saying that, um, there is still command and control leadership in Western <laughs> cultures as well. So um, I don't think it's specific just to Asia. I think it comes back again to the, the type of people and those that are willing to change. Um, the other key thing I see see um, looking to embed this way of working in an Asian culture is the actual decision-making velocity. So again, it comes back to hierarchy. People are making, um, are sort of worried about making the wrong decision where um, at least if we make a wrong decision, we can move forward and learn by it. So a wrong decision is better than no decision, but that comes down to the psychological safety um, of each environment to support that. Um, in saying or comparing also between sort of Western and um, Asian culture, I think there are um, a number of commonalities, though, that are leveraged. Um, things like, you know, um, removing impediments, actually just listening um, a key sort of... Um, concepts and just um, taking a pragmatic approach. So that's, you know, culture agnostic. According to you, how a typical managerial role is, is now defined as we are looking at this evolution? I believe we are in the transition mode from the traditional way of working and the agile way of working. So if somebody is in that transition and they want to now position themselves towards more agile mindset thing, what are your advice to such people? 
Yeah, so the first thing I would say is introspect and think um, what's the type of leader you would want to work for and report to and how do you model the behaviour of what you would like to um, work for so that you can, um, you know, have that as a prime example. The other thing um, is that the leadership now needs to be very adaptive. Um, So we need to be comfortable with that and be comfortable with ambiguity. Another key thing is that Agile is very much about people and a people way of working. So, um, you know, humility and being human-centred in our leadership um, and showing vulnerability are are key aspects um, of us to build trust with our teams. Absolutely. You mentioned something about the command and uh, uh, the command structure that works both in Western uh, societies as well as in Asian culture as well. Does it mean that when why people don't let go is because of the fear of failure? or I think it's twofold. Um, one, they're going through a change as well, and change is not easy at any level. Um, the fear of failure is definitely um, something that you see. And the other um, side of things is that um, there's a mindset that the leader, because they're, you know, a higher rank, always needs to know best. So it's understanding that, you know, people on the ground are often smarter than us as leaders. Um, And it's being comfortable with that, that that's not um, anything to be humiliated about. Um, And a leader doesn't know everything. So um, it's a sort of a two-way learning. And in an agile way of working, um, the role of a leader is actually to to lead and serve the team, which is very different to a command and control where they give the instructions and orders um, and, you know, people just follow. Right, that's that's absolutely true. And uh, I, I faced it myself that the more freedom you give to the team, the better the outcomes they would be able to produce. So, yeah. yeah, and some are worried that that will just create um, chaos and anarchy. But again, you know, um, working in that tight, disciplined way with the team and promoting the transparency and using the empirical data, that actually builds trust. So, And context is everything. True, <laughs> true. I, I, I'm afraid we are coming towards the end of the episode, but any parting words that you that you will give to all our listeners and uh, something you will advise them in their journey ahead. Yeah, I think the um, you know the old saying of um, be agile as opposed to do agile, and that's um, all of us internalizing a different mindset and a way of working. Um, and it's not just for the teams, and it's also not a cookie cutter approach. Context is everything. The principles and values are non negotiable, but how we apply it to each of our areas is absolutely context dependent. Perfect. Thank you so much for your time today and uh, we will love to have you again on the on the platform again. Sure, Thank pleasure. You. Thank you.